0: what's up slow Trip listeners this is your host zach
1: and matt and we have an exciting announcement
0: cisternacoffeeco.com is officially up and running we are live and everything is in stock uh, we've got our mugs ready to ship right in time for christmas today's date is december the 7th um so everything is ready for you to go um Bolivian coffee's in stock, Thai coffee's in stock, everything's freshly roasted, coffee mugs,
1: decals, Uh, this has been a long time coming, the site is beautiful and uh, ready to go. So wherever you're joining us on the Slow Drip journey, whether it's episode one or the end of the season, take a minute and go check out our new website and store and uh, pick up some coffee just in time for the holidays. Well, that's what we've been doing for the past 40 minutes. We have
0: not been sitting here 40 minutes. It's 10 o'clock. We have been sitting here for 40 minutes. Welcome back to the Slow Jip Podcast with Zach and Matt. Uh, we are currently recording on location in Bolivia. Uh, we've got some really good stuff coming out in the next few weeks uh, for you guys That uh, that's coming out of this trip. It's... It's gonna be—it's uh, gonna be some really cool stuff. Um, unfortunately, we can't pick the studio location, so you might hear some background noise, um, mainly fireworks. It's not gunfire. Um, they're having some kind of political celebration, rally, parade, something. I, we don't—we're not entirely sure. Um, but yeah, here we are. So today's episode, we're gonna start out just. A little differently, I want to talk about my high school Spanish teacher, Senorita Harris, which she's not Senorita Harris anymore. I can't, I, I don't know her last name anymore, but regardless. She's Senora something. Senora something. She can't remember her married name. Yeah. Okay. So, um, when I was 16 years old, I had a summer job working at a little restaurant. It was not a pizza place. Why do you keep going back to that? I don't know we, why. We never served pizza. So we worked at, I worked at this restaurant, not pizza. I think it was called the Phoenix Grill or something like that. That was our high school mascot. It was directly across the street from the school. Well, one Saturday, her husband and... Or would-be husband. I'm not sure if they were married then. Um, her husband came in with a group of guys and they all had lunch and then whenever I was ringing them up so we had a cash register where you'd punch everything in and if they were paying with a card you'd punch that total into the card machine run their card and then you'd clear it out of the register once once the next person came up I forgot to clear it, I forgot to clear the register her husband came up behind another guy punched in his order and charged him an extra 20 bucks. And he questioned it. He was like, 40 bucks, really? Like, that's what it was? I was like, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. I didn't realize until later that I had overcharged the in and didn't know how to reach him. I, like, I don't think I had, maybe I had my space back then. Never really thought Anything else about it? Well, I take that back. I've thought about it ever since, but I never thought enough to contact him until just a few years ago when, I don't, I don't know why, but I just randomly reached out to Senorita Harris. I was like, hey, this is what happened. I overcharged your husband 20 bucks. And I need to give it back. And she's like, i just put it in the apron plate. It's it's not a big deal. But I still owe her mm. husband 20 bucks. And how's your Spanish from that class? Not great.
1: Is it helping you out down here?
0: No. La biblioteca. Mm-hmm. That's about it. There's one on the square. Is there? Mm-hmm. Can't read anything in there. Well. So, Senior Reader Harris, I'm going to tag you on Instagram. Uh, whenever we post this episode, um, sorry if it's kind of blindsiding, but you can get what you get, I guess. Zach w- really wishes that he'd paid more attention. Absolutely. In your class. It was, yeah. So what I took from your class was not from your teaching, it was from my lack of ability to pay attention. Mm. I really wish that. Yeah, the, the Spanish I took from your class is not really paying off. I wouldn't sell yourself that short. You're doing pretty good. I'm doing better than I thought I was. You're doing better than you thought you I'm were. I'm doing that's, much better than I was in Turkey.
1: Okay, so that's good. That's real Which good. they don't teach high school Turkish. I would take it if they... I would have taken high school Turkish. I do like that story a lot um, because it's such a... It's your character. Like you've got this moral compass that you think about things like that and then... Where most people might think about, oh, man, I accidentally overcharged a guy 20 bucks 10 years ago. And then they go about their day, and then you think about it, and then you reach out, and you go, hey, how can I make this right? And that's a really cool part of your character that I appreciate. So Thanks, man. that's awesome. Appreciate it. Yeah. So first 36 hours in yeah. Santa Cruz, Bolivia at this point.
0: It's been a little different than I thought it would be. Um, not bad, different. It's just been different. Um, I can't form a solid opinion just because I've not experienced every. I, I've not seen everything that we're gonna see. We've. I don't. I don't know. We we've, we've been I'll, in. <clears throat> we've been staying in downtown
1: Santa Cruz. We should um, do a recap episode.
0: Of everything. At the
1: end. We can definitely, definitely I at the end. think that'd be great. So stay tuned for everything that's coming up and um, just for the recap, if nothing else, because it'll be a good one. Yeah. But yeah, so downtown Santa Cruz, we're staying right off the municipal square, right catty corner to one of the largest Catholic churches in the city. And we have, we've only been a few blocks out. Um, the first few days that we we're here, our itinerary keeps us in Santa Cruz. Um, I'll be preaching at a youth rally tomorrow night, and we'll be doing some other work in the city, meeting with export agents. And uh, then after the weekend, we're going to leave town and go out into the jungle and the surrounding coffee farms. and Which I'm super stoked about. Yeah. It's going to be, it's very different, and you're getting a good flavor for kind of, urban Bolivia and then we'll kind of get a lot more rural in the next few days so it's gonna be really cool for sure Uh, but primary focus of this trip is for Cisterna Coffee Company to source coffee from Bolivia we're working on a micro lot import about 500 kilos of micro lot coffee which basically just micro lot means is you have uh, a lot of small farmers that may produce small is probably not the it's tiny tiny nano producers really yeah yeah, yeah. some of these farmers may have eight nine ten plants um we're talking about 400 coffee farmers that are working a swath of land that's about 320 hectares a hectare is about 2.5 acres um for for um a point of reference and how many coffee plants did jim say five thousand yeah about, per yeah, hectare. 5,000 plants per hectare. So some of these guys have less than a quarter acre that they're working, basically so, like a suburban home in America, and they're putting as much coffee on it as they can.
0: And so we're going to... So single, they can't produce a good amount of crop. But together, as a sort of commune, mm-hmm together they are able to produce a good crop sell it all together process it together mm-hmm. um, and it's all the same varietal so you get I mean it's it's all very it's it's all like coffee
1: correct it's all going to be uh, katura Arabica coffee that's grown in this area and our one of our primary contacts Francisco Monami, is the president of the Santa Cruz Coffee Growers Federation And so he's helping us out to put this into a micro lot where he acts kind of on our behalf and purchases the coffee from these nano growers, puts it all together, processes it all together, and then we buy it in one lump sum. We're able to do that and offer better pricing than what they would Mm -hmm. get on the local market, which these guys typically if they process it by themselves, they're selling just one, two, three Quintali bags, and that's it for a season. So this is a way for us to help them out as well, and that's basically what a micro lot is. It's just kind of an amalgam of a lot of different producers with the same coffee variety.
0: So let's talk a little bit about Cisterna Coffee and kind of the mission therein. Mm -hmm. Um, So Cisterna Coffee Co. is... A boutique coffee company, um, and we are we're launching a full um, online retail store uh, at the end of this month. Um, currently, we have uh, about a ton, or, or maybe a little less, mm-hmm. of Thai coffee um, that's uh, that's stateside that we already have imported. Um, and very soon, obviously, we'll have the, the Bolivian uh, coffee that will be coming in, and we're we're sampling some other stuff too, and, and you know testing the waters on some other partnerships and stuff mm-hmm. down here while we're here. But the main mission is to <clears throat> partner with these local producers uh, that otherwise don't have the ability to um, to really get their crop out. They don't, at I mean, least not
1: on an international level, right. Without, um, without us coming in and, and doing kind of a micro lot purchase, they're kind of restricted to a local market and selling it and having it roasted and just getting what they can. This really kind of brings up the twofold mission for Cisterna Coffee, because mm-hmm. what we're doing is we're effectively boots on the ground building partnerships in coffee producing countries like in Southeast Asia and here in Bolivia. And what we want to do as a di- direct trade importer is to give, you know, a little bit above the, uh, the local market price so that we can support those local producers in a better way than they would otherwise be able to bring their crop to market. And then that also allows us on the other side to sell and give back to international mission work which is kind of the other focus of Sister and Coffee Company.
0: So it helps on the essentially helps on the front end and the and the back end. Exactly.
1: So like a 2 prong approach to trying to do do more good with the coffee that we're bringing to market.
0: And it's not bad coffee. It's really fantastic coffee. It's really good. Yep. So, um speaking of coffee, we are currently Drinking an Ethiopian coffee. It was roasted here in Bolivia at a mm-hmm. local roastery. Um, Alto Tostano is the r- roaster. It is a fantastic coffee. Mm-hmm. It's um, berry, what was it, berry? Honey. Honey and almond. Mm-hmm. No, cherry honey and almond. That's the
1: katutani. This was more of a complex. And oh, it's uh,
0: apple blossom. Apple blossom. That's right. Yeah, so it's berry, apple blossom, and complex and smooth. Those are the the tasting notes on the bag. I get I get the berry. You can get the berry before you ever drink it. You get the berry just smelling the coffee, and it is it is very floral. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really good cup of coffee. It's it's um. It's lighter, though. It's mm-hmm. not... Is it a light roast? It's
1: Yeah, I would say a light roast or on the, the light side of medium, which, as we, we've talked about before, with single-origin and direct-trade-type coffees, um, that's kind of the sweet spot to really get a good flavor. And I love that we can do this and, and sample coffees like this from all over the world and um, really kind of get the, the terroir flavor of of where they're coming everywhere. from everywhere yeah. yeah and that that transitional shift away from just roasted as dark as you can because you lose so much of those flavor notes when you do that so this was really roasted well handled well everything looks really great um, it's really delicious so a plus for alto tostado for sure for their ethiopian
0: yeah it's super good
1: do you want to jump into and talk a little bit more about this upcoming series? I know you mentioned the whole Farm to Cup, but just kind of outline what some of the other episodes are going to look like in the next few weeks.
0: I don't think we've mentioned it at all. I mean, I told him, I said something was coming. Okay. Yeah. So we, we decided um, before we ever got to Bolivia that we were going to recap for lack of a better term, each day that we're here. Um, Last night, when we went to recap, we recorded for about... 80 minutes? Maybe an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. And we got almost nothing. Um, That was... It's because we were sleep-deprived, very tired, and maybe a little delusional.
1: Over-caffeinated, and... Matt had had sugar for the first time in a long time and had a massive (laughs) sugar Sugar crash. crash. I never eat dessert, and I had two desserts at the coffee shop. So that was on me. That's my own fault.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is, actually.
1: But it was good. I don't know if... Zach has said I'm not allowed to have sugar for the rest of the trip, though.
0: I just think it's funny that you forced me to get a piece of cake because you didn't want to order. order two desserts. Yep. You twisted my arm.
1: That's true. <laughs> Shamelessly, it's true. So, that was that was one of the factors into why we did not get much content last night.
0: But yeah. so it kind of throws throws everything out the window, but the recaps from here out mm-hmm. obviously are going to be structured around uh, a full series covering uh, your coffee as it travels from the coffee plant all the way to uh, your coffee maker into your cup. Yes. Um, so we're going to talk about um, first, obviously, the uh, the planting process, the harvesting process, uh, what the farm uh, looks like. We'll be able to share some pictures and stuff with you on our social media. Um, and it'll go from there to... Processing and different process types, uh, you know, wash process, a natural process, a honey process, you know, whatever. Some and really kind of take a deep dive into what each one of
1: those, a what it is, uh, so you can know uh, as a coffee consumer kind of more of what you're getting into, but also what those different processes can, how they can affect the end result and some of those tasting notes as well. Um, I'm super excited, too, about the cultivation epi- episode, um, just talking about the anatomy of a coffee cherry, anatomy of a coffee plant, uh, life cycle, lifespan, all of that kind of stuff. It's really, really fascinating. And then from there, we'll talk
0: about... Import and export. We'll and talk about... Supply chain. Supply chain issues. Mm-hmm. Because we were supposed to get this coffee... Several weeks ago. First... Was it first quarter? Yes. Yeah. Of... This year?
1: We started working to, at the latest, have a shipment underway by May 1st. And it's June 3rd right now.
0: And the coffee is? Still here. Yeah. And we
1: have a meeting next week. I wonder if we could roast our own coffee. Francisco will let us. He's got a roaster at his facility. Perfect. In Buena Vista. We can totally do that. Which goes into
0: the next process or the next step, Step. which is... Our side of processing and right. roasting and... and Production. Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, and different styles of roasting. Mm-hmm. And we probably should go through kind of the history, like all the way back to Ethiopia and the birthplace of coffee and like roasting over the fire in the um, ceramic pans that the Ethiopians would roast coffee beans in and step all the way through.
0: Okay. I think that'd be fun. We should talk about the... The fluid bed roaster that we have versus a drum versus roaster, a drum roaster. Mm-hmm. um and then we'll jump into from there we'll jump into ways to make coffee so this is after you um, well between there i guess we'll have distribution um and kind of our um, what our role is and all of yeah that. what our ro- mm-hmm. role is and what our how our relationships and stuff. Uh, yeah, we'll figure that one out. And then, that one I think is probably going to be the most difficult to do. Mm-hmm. Just because it's just logistics. It's not interesting as far as coffee goes. It might be interesting to someone. Mm. I know. To us, because we're super nerds.
1: And someone else out there who was also going to be like, oh, tell me more about shipping issues that come up and how to solve them. Yeah. It's basically like the grown-up version of Tetris, really. <laughs> if you think about it, yeah, yeah, it's very much like that. And then finally, we'll do you know, a whole episode of kind of our favorite ways to to make coffee. And I think we need to go into some real science behind grind size, water temperature, um, extraction, mm-hmm. um, how to minimize the flavors of chlorogenic acid, some of those other things that that pop into the coffee making process
0: and then directly after that we'll release a uh, we'll release an episode that we've already recorded um going over all the different ways all the different ways or most of the different ways um because i'm sure that there's a couple that we missed somewhere really the whole point of
1: that episode was to convince you to throw your drip coffee maker out the window and if you do and we've done our job correctly write us and we'll send you a free bag of coffee that you cannot make because you've thrown your coffee maker out the window.
0: <laughs> but if you if you do But you can put it on a shelf and look at it. Yeah. It's it's nice still yeah. look at Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. Anyway. Um so yeah, that's uh
1: that's kind of that. That's what's coming up and and we will like we mentioned do a full recap of kind of all the series and then we're going to have some probably some special episodes. Come in to this series of, of, of episodes as well. Um, we'll have an opportunity to sit down with two Bolivian coffee farmers in the coming days, so that'll be kind of a cultivation one point two episode, mm-hmm. um, and then we'll recap the whole thing. And if you follow us through the whole journey, you'll kind of get a day to day look at what it takes for us to bring coffee to your yeah. yeah, to your cup, because we'll be talking about everything that we're doing in Bolivia as well, kind of recapping the day as we talk through this. So I hope you stick around for the next few weeks and enjoy what's coming up. I'm going to take a break. No, let's do it. All right.